For more of the gooey goodness that you love from Spelt Lore, come on down to speltlore.com slash money, please, where we'll redirect you to the Patreon and then donate there for the more of the thing that you like. Did you say gooey? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. (laughs) That breath was worse than anything else you said, actually. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Hello there. Playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. And playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Tai. Hi, everyone. Uh, when last we left our heroes, they were investigating an upstart group called the Daydreamers at the behest of Jake the Jackal. After running into old friend and ne'er-do-well Colonel Dan Fossey, finding out that he's been in town up to his old tricks, they decided, you know what, Dan? Never mind. <laughs> Good to see you. (laughs) Bye-bye. And then they made their own plan to infiltrate the Daydreamers, a group of spiritually connected criminal types. Mm -hmm. And uh, upon infiltrating as a televangelist and their spirit guide companion Mm -hmm. and their dumb barbarian butler. Yeah, Frankenstein type character. (laughs) Lurch. Exactly. They met a daydreamer brother, Dubert, who introduced them to Pell Guaranteed Corbin, the leader of the daydreamers, and a dwarf very spiritually unwell. After some perception shifting and ghost root smoke imbibing, Billy was able to determine that where Corbin thought he was being punished for a connection with a vengeful spirit, he was actually in the process of being possessed by the demon of ambition. And they were able to cast that demon out with a combination of quick thinking and tea steeping, <laughs> marijuana and tea steeping. Yeah, it was basically just like we just kind of prescribed him weed, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Shutting down their operations, thankfully for good, completing their quest in a roundabout way, mm-hmm. but still completing it. Mm-hmm. And that is where we find our party now at the Stray Dog Pub, which we open on now. Yes. The Stray Dog is, uh, a little bit quieter than it was when you were here earlier, but still a good number of folks. And you see Perel in the corner, hunched over a table with a few other jackals yelling. <laughs> what? And they're holding their hands up in the air and they're yelling. And then they go back down and they are really quiet. It's really tense. And then they go, yeah. Are they playing a game? What yeah. are they playing? It seems yeah. like they're playing some kind of game. I would like to look at what game it is. Uh-huh, Can totally. I discern realities? Yeah. D- discern realities. I got a six. <laughs> Tuck is blind. Uh, <laughs> he can wait blind from jerking off too much. Can we aid? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. 2d6 plus bond. Ooh. Pretty good. Whoa. 12. 12. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, I ate him so well. I'm like, just open your eyes, Tuck. You're not blind. <laughs> that does work pretty good. <laughs> Billy crawls up on my shoulders and then he does this. He opens his, in my eyes with his eyelids. They're He's like, so look, wide. Look better. <laughs> And then uh, Tuck realizes he was looking at one table to the right where another scrawny guy in a big fake mustache is reading a book. And you're like, that's not Perel. Uh, so you guys tell me what game of chance they're playing. Ooh, uh, I don't know. There's like a little spinny, spinning thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a top? Thing yeah, like there? a dreidel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet there's like little stones inside or marbles or something. And you want to like hit it in like cups. Oh, so it's like there's a bunch of cups on the table and you spin the dreidel? Yeah, to get, oh. this, to get the ball to hit these like certain cups. Ooh. You get it in the goal, you're like, fuck yeah. 
So the marble's inside the dreidel. You spin it, and then the marble flies out into a hole or into a cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's trying to think of like beer pong. Oh, yeah. it's like a beer pong kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. And they're all getting like plastered because yeah. every time somebody knocks a marble into, like, a marble flies out into a cup, they down that cup, and everybody else cheers, and they go, "Ah, man!" Oh, the cup is full of alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Perel is losing. <laughs> It would look like he looks sick. Like he's got his his head on his hand, and he's like, "Oh, hey, as my friends, I'm done. I quit." And he grabs a bunch of coins off the table, and he's like, "This is fine because I'm not playing anymore." And he gets up and he wanders over to you guys. He knocks into a table. A guy spills his nachos, and he's like, "I'm so sorry." And then he walks up to you. How did it go? It was, I don't know, weird, dude. Yeah, it's it was weird. Weird, but weird I mean, afternoon. They stopped making the drugs. And seemed like they were packing up when we left. Great. That sounds like a thumbs up weird. We've had a lot of thumbs down weirds before. It was kind of in the middle because it might there might be a bigger problem. Uh, oh. And that problem is I lost your hat. <laughs> I'm he's sober instantly. <laughs> I'm sorry, you lost what? It wasn't my fault. There's a big gust of wind and the, the hat shot away. It almost took Billy with it. <laughs> yeah. It was all we could do to save him. Can we do a flashback to this thing happening? <laughs> the hat happening? Um, so it was when uh, the coin shattered and created that vacuum out the chimney <laughs> and the hat also went. And I was like, it, it's gone. It was so tight on your head that you were you sucked were, up with it. You were like, <laughs> the hat, you were above the hat and the hat was blocking yeah. the chimney. <laughs> Keep it on, Billy. The hat just, you see it float through the night air over the neighborhood land on the street corner who knows a dog picks it up and runs away <laughs> a dog picks it up put, put puts, it on. Up, puts it on its own puts head. on a fake mustache <laughs> it's okay Perel. it's with nature now okay i'm willing to forgive you but only because i just won a ton of money <laughs> so, great what's that game called uh they kept calling it uh scribbles. scribbles i don't know if that's the official name or just what they call it here but scribbles anyways uh, do you have business? Can we go? We have to talk to Jake. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll come with. And yeah. he follows you down. The person at the top of the stairs to the basement waves you through. And Jake is down there um, sitting at uh, like one of those big spools that they put like huge ropes around. Yeah. Oh, but it's cool. empty and he's using it as a dinner table. Yeah. And he's eating like a piece of meat. Nice. Really nice. Like it's like an old it's like an old mobster. Like he puts the meat in his mouth and he sees you and he's like, My friends, come join me at my table. Why are you doing a dwarf accent? I wasn't doing an accent. I had meat in my mouth. Come sit down. <laughs> and he snaps and some people bring you some food. Why don't you hang out upstairs? It seems more fun upstairs. Yeah, it's you know, it's an image thing. Like I can't really be I want an air of mystery between me and the rank and file. It is way more fun up there. But, you know, I'm the boss, so I got to stay down here. Man, lonely. Anyways, how was, uh, <laughs> how'd it go? Everything good? I assume that everything went well? I mean, it went. I don't know how well it went, but it looks like they're clearing out of the area. Great. That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. There's, uh, the situation's a bit more weird and fucked up than you originally thought, though, I think. Oh, all right. Could you elaborate? You're being kind of vague. What do you know of demons? I'm familiar with the concept. Mm. Well, the thing mostly that was bothering the leader of the daydreamers was that a demon was trying to possess him. So we had to get rid of that. It might be a good idea to just like, I don't know, keep an eye out for like some demons. Uh, possessions, possessions. Weird things. Yeah, it might be happening like a lot more now that the torch is kind of out of commission so if you can like i don't know oh saffron have, need, yes have saffron on hand you need a bunch of saffron do you have a oh j i just need a bunch of saffron that's yeah. all that's all i need wow fuck demons really shit okay um thanks i guess for your help that's great that you're able to clear them out man demons do you know Shia the garden snake? She might have a line on a bunch of saffron. Why do you ask? Because she might have the saffron. Why are you being so weird, Jake? I mean, you're being weird. You're asking me if I've if I've if I know somebody that I've never heard the name of. What are you talking about? You worked for Shia. You she hired you to toss our apartment. What? Do you, 
What are you talking? What are you talking You're about? You're a terrible mob boss right now. Okay, Jesus fucking Christ. Tuck like clues in it that he's like, Jake has a crush on Shia. No. What? what? Really? The- no. Yeah. That's for sure what's happening. I don't even know who you're talking about. He's blushing so hard. Oh, the blush. Tuck told me to watch out for that. <laughs> That's how you know that you have adult feelings whoa, whoa, about whoa. somebody. All right. And he reaches under the table and he grabs his dog mask and he puts it on. He <laughs> grabs him by the scuff. Do you have adult feelings for my sister? I don't. You're, you're what? You're allowed to. Just by the way, he lets him go. You're allowed to. Just so you know, she's her own person. And he he pulls his dog mask back up. You're related? I mean, yeah. if you, if I did know this person, that's cool that you have Just a... Just re- drop the act. Okay, yeah. I have been working with the garden snake. She contacted me straight up, like, which was surprising. She just approached me. No disguise at all. Told me who she was. Let me know that things were about to get really bad. And uh, she's been helping outfit me a little bit. I don't know how. She just has a shit ton of money. She's been dressing you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is new. But she didn't buy it for me. I has, bought it with her money. Has the pattern of her <laughs> tattoo. Yeah, it's like snakes coiling up his, up his front. That's really funny. If we're like, she's been giving you this stuff? Because like, your whole thing is dogs, but all your new clothes is snake stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to diversify a little bit, I guess. It's fun. <laughs> he it's, totally has a crush on her. It's fun to mix patterns. Anyways, yeah, she's cool. Um, So that's kind of how we got control of the sticks. We keep the light guard out, which is a blessing because holy crap, those dudes were really fucking stuff up. Yeah, what was going on with third that he just like punched through a a house and then killed a bunch of people that's just rumors i haven't seen it but yeah from what i can tell if people kind of get out of line if criminals get a little too uh bold he takes him out from what i can hear and it's it's bad is he still working with the light guard your guess is as good as mine like i don't work for the light guard so i don't know but he's been alone from what i can tell every time he goes out creepy yeah and very few people see him he tries to make sure that his comings and goings are unnoticed. He looks at Tuck. <laughs> Everybody at the table looked at me. <laughs> All right. Nice. Way to leave money on the table. Uh, anyways, yeah. So you needed some information. I'm happy to give it to you. And now that I know that you're related to Shia. Yeah, put in good Kind of feels like we're related. You know what I mean? What? Whoa. I mean, no, it's nice to talk to you, bro. It's nice to meet some people. Yeah, uh, it gets. it does get lonely down here a little bit. Um, so yeah, you were looking for unusual individuals. Yeah. Information on the Magi of town. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The Magi, they're super secretive for one. So we're pretty sure that this is them. You know what I mean? Pretty sure. But some people were seen just kind of setting up in the shanties, like next to the lighthouse over the cliff. And they were putting up like torches, like sconces. And nobody was taking them down, which is weird because usually nobody wants fire anywhere near those houses because they go up so fast. But if you're looking for the Magi, that seems like a pretty good area. The one thing that I do know is that we haven't seen any people going in the front door. You know what I mean? So they've, if they're in there, they've got some other way in. But yeah, so that's what we know. If there's anything else I can help you with, you know, let me know. But uh, that's what I got. I'll bet you thirds comings are pretty thick. <laughs> holy shit. The whole time? The that, whole time? That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what he tells you. He's like, are you just going to go right there? Is that your plan? Oh, I'm so sleepy. Yeah. I would love to have a nap. Do you want to stay here? Or do you want to go back to wherever you're staying? Oh my God, I would love to stay here. Can I sleep on that rug? Billy points at a stack of rolled up rugs. He's like, yeah, we're going to move those. Like we're trying to sell those. But if you want to sleep on the pile, I guess I you can do. Um, so I thank him for dinner and I go wedge myself into the stack of, of rugs. <laughs> nice. Uh, Tuck and Ving. <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs and hang out for a bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Ving. Yeah. Yeah. That's upstairs. Fun. So Billy's just being tucked in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've already tucked myself in, <laughs> nice. if that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. So Jake is like, do you want me to unroll one of those? No, this, I like it like this. <laughs> All right. Billy's lying underneath a bunch <laughs> of them with just his face peeking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is nice. It reminds him of being inside, like, tree trunks from when he lived in the woods. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, okay, so are we like, is there a thing upstairs that you guys are trying to do? Yeah, I was going to just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of stuff going on upstairs. It's Again, people are, you know, it's actually now that it's later, it kind of picks up a little bit more because people are coming off like patrol shifts uh-huh. and they're just coming to get a drink and some food. So. Is there live music tonight? Uh, yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. And it's people are not into it. Because it's like one person with like a stand-up gut bucket bass, like one of those wash basins with a broomstick and a string, and they're just like boom, 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 boom. boom. That's it, over it's and over. A jazz band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you see, you see somebody walk up on stage with a hat pulled low over their face, snapping in time. Oh, you wow. can tell they're just about to start singing. <laughs> And then I, I lean over to Ving. I'm like, this nerd is going to get beaten up for sure tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and they get up there and they're just like, Is that McCollin? It's nothing. Let, let, is that McCollin? Let's, uh, let's just listen for a while. Ving <laughs> uh, goes up and puts a dollar in his hat. <laughs> he, he tips his hat to you and he uh, lights a cigarette. <laughs> you know... This one's for all the lovers out there, <laughs> out there in the sticks. Life's hard out here on the streets, the streets of Macaw. A one, two, three. Beep, as a boop, beep, buzzoop, pop, pop. And Tuck yells, use real words. These are words. I've made up my own words to express my feelings. And those feelings are sadness. Why did you leave me, Janine? I swear I was gonna do all the things that you asked me to do last week. He didn't finish his to-do list. And he goes on for a while. He lists a bunch of stuff that Janine asked him to do that he kept forgetting to do. And he said he was going to do it. And at the end, he's like, but now I'm not going to do it. Wow. The defiance in that song. Pauses for claps. All right. That's fine. Gets two. And he gets off stage. And now there's no music. People are much happier now that there's no live music. Yeah. Should we try and talk to some of the... Jazz players? I was going (laughs) to say jackals, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's up? Hey guys, mind if we play around with you? Around the what? Oh, this game we're playing? Yeah, what are they called? Squiggles? Zazzles? Scribbles. Okay. You never played Scribbles before? No, I never played Scribbles. How do you play it? Uh, you put a marble in this top and you spin the top and if the marble shoots out of the top into a cup, you drink it. Huh. Are you trying to get drunk or are you trying not to get drunk? That's up to you, my friend. <laughs> okay. There's also a betting component that's kind of complicated, but you'll get it as we go. Uh, Ving, how much money do we have? Um... Like a a hundred gold coin. Let's bet it all. Ving says knowing that they have 120, but didn't want to bet it all. (laughs) Well, isn't that nice for you? Because the fee to sit at the table is a hundred gold coins. That's the buy-in. He's looking at all his friends. Uh, Yeah, right. Nice try. You're right. It's two coins. Sit down. Okay. I'll I'll pitch in two. All right. I'll pitch in 98. Whoa. Okay. Big bank. Now we're playing. Now we're playing Zazzles. So each of you is going to roll 2d6 flat, nothing. And then what happens? Uh, if you succeed, you will double your money. If you get a um, 7 to 9, you will lose half your money and be really hung over the next day. Okay. And if you uh, lose, you will lose all your money and actually take a minus one ongoing. All right. Hmm. Can we cut back to Billy for a second? Billy <laughs> is under some rugs. How's he doing? He's good. He's asleep. He's having a dream. What's he he dreaming about? He is having a dream about Mears. So what's happening in the dream? Uh, Mears is going to sleep. Mm. And uh, you see him in a uh, comfortable, if rustic, room with a comfortable, wide bed on it. uh, And he's taking his like prosthetic off. And he's like rubbing his stump. Aww. And uh, I thought it fused with his hand. Yeah. He can still take it off, oh, but it does. Okay. It works like a hand when oh, he puts wow. it on. Oh, cool. Best of both worlds. Yeah. So he takes it off and it like goes into rest mode basically. And he puts it on a little stand and he's rubbing his stump. And uh, he looks happy. He's like smiling. It feels like it looks like he had a good day of like activity. And you look at him and you're like, man, he looks a little bit different. Like he looks a little 
a little taller, a little fuller, just like a little more grown. Yeah, and Francis is sleeping on the bed and taking up most of it. <laughs> yeah. So Mears has to like shove him aside a bit, like move over. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you see him like settle into bed next to Francis, who shifts over so Mears can get in bed and then goes right back to where he was. <laughs> so Mears is like, oh. Uh, and just before your brain settles into like the void of sleep, it feels like you make eye contact for like just half a second. With mirrors? With mirrors. Ooh. And then sleep takes you. All right. And we cut to Ving. Oh, you're right. You're going to roll. Yeah, let's roll. roll. See how this goes. <laughs> Two Come six. on, scribble. Two six flat. Uh, over the fence and under the shoes. Look out, thing. I hope it don't lose. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. Plus what? Flat. Oh, Ooh. no. Eight. Eight. So you so uh, Ving loses one coin oh. throughout the course of the night. He wins and loses a lot. Oh, like, it, but at the end of the night, you're like one coin, and you're you're pretty tipsy. I think I did okay. And Tuck is like uh, over the garden and under the hose. He, look, look out, money! Here we goes. Shit. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you said goes to your money. No. No. What, what'd you get? I got a four. <laughs> Oh my lord. So you lose you get absolutely waxed by uh by that jackal that you were talking to whose name is uh Lekel. And he's like counting coins and he's like, you know what? I'm pretty thirsty. I didn't get a drop that whole game. Uh fuck. Lekel, when when you're doing stuff with the money, can you do like nice things with it too for other people? Yeah, what do you what kind of guy do you think I am? Of course I could do something good with the money. Don't worry, I'm gonna get myself a nice new pair of slacks. And also get them <laughs> pleated because it's nice to have extra room in the front for equipment and stuff yeah you know what that's a great idea and also i do make charitable donations throughout the year so there will be organizations that will be uh benefited by this but also legal <laughs> have a great night boys and the rest be the rest of the night becomes a blur for both of you like oh, man. at one point we cut to tuck and ving who are on stage uh <laughs> playing music oh. and you can hear tuck go Listen. Can you guys do a set? <laughs> we do do the Allison. Yeah, song. you do Allison. Those are the they're going, Allison. Yeah, yeah, it's like a foggy, uh, soggy bottom boys kind of thing. When yeah. you start playing Allison, they're like, "No fucking way, these guys." <laughs> <laughs> but what's the song that precedes Allison? Um, is it a shanty? Is it about? Is it a song about go, go, going to lunch? I think it's maybe like. A song. This is us on stage. <laughs> <laughs> this one is our number one, this number is, two song. So number two song, which means it's the second song we've ever done together. Get ready to record it, everybody. Here we go. FTT from the top. One what? and two and a three, Wait, two, one, where four. Where we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Walking down the street like my name's McCall and I am feeling really tall. Feeling like my name is Tuck or something and I'm trying to find the people who got me. The people who got me. The people who got me. You need to do more than just the court. Sorry. I interrupted you. There's a guy. There's a a blind southern man in suspenders with a cane who puts his hand over the bottle while you start talking. And he's like, what the hell? Shut up for a second, Lee Cole. It's Lee Cole. Lee Cole. Cool records? It's no way. <laughs> You're talking. It was supposed to record a song. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, I interrupted your thing. I meant to do I meant I This is what we're to, saying on stage. Yeah, I just wanted you to do more. I just thought it was chorus, musical breakdown, then my chorus. You do your chorus. And we do the Okay. You do the same. We'll thing. pick it up from the people who got me. <laughs> <laughs> the people who got me. <laughs> Boom. Big day. Boom. I'm walking down the street next to my friend Big Mother Meat. Look at him from his head to his feet. Look at him. 
boom, boom, ever get beat. He's a big mother tougher who never gets lost. And he's on the thing with the other guy, me. And our little buddies, we sleeping in clouds. Boom, boom. Those are rugs. Boom. Sleeping in rugs. Those are rugs. Sleeping in rugs. And the garden snake's name is Shia. Also, we live in the library, and there is a dragon in the library. Also, before that, we were in the sea of graves, and we stopped an evil dick monster from releasing the dead moon. And we also met the patron of sailors, and before that, it was mostly uh, hanging out in a resort. And the, the, the coronet was happening. Yeah, somebody uh, swathed in uh, linens with a cloth, like a scarf around her face and a, a veil on her head, just walks up and pushes Tuck off the stage <laughs> and goes, Hey, these two, everybody, have a carry on with your night. Carry on. And the last thing uh, you both see before you absolutely black out is Shia pulling her scarf down and going, what the fuck are you doing? Holy shit, it's you. Shia, what is up? And then black out. <laughs> Big blacks out mid high five. five. Yeah. Falls face first <laughs> on the floor. We cut to the next morning. Tuck, you are uh, rudely awoken by uh, the feeling of pickle brine entering your nose. <laughs> and you are... You are cheek deep in a pickle barrel full of brine pickles all around your face. The lid is on. Oh, no, this is my worst nightmare coming to life. You've literally been pickled. Oh, God, I've had this dream so many times. Tuck punches through the lid of the brine bottle. Yeah, yep. one huge punch. He just punches through everything. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be wearing a barrel outfit. He punches in every direction. He's so disoriented. Arms out the sides, legs out the bottom. Oh, my God, Fuck. Fuck. Very strong man. Wow. Oh shit, 12. Yeah, it just shatters into a million pieces and you're in a like a kitchen and a bunch of a bunch of jackals like preparing breakfast are like, what the fuck? They dive out of the way and you're just standing there like Hulk breathing covered in pickle brine. Hey, sorry about that. I was dying in that. Sorry. And they just mouth agape stare at you as you leave the kitchen <laughs> and you come out into the main area of the stray dog and you see Ving on the other side of the room hanging from a coat hook. Ving. <laughs> uh, why, uh, what? What happened? What am I? This is a very tall coat hook. <laughs> oh my god. Right, he's like seven feet. This is not for people. <laughs> They're so, you're uh, in a sack. Your legs are up around your neck. How to get in this sack? Why do you smell like pickles? What's going on? What happened last night? We got so fucked up, and I think you lost us all of our money. <laughs> <laughs> I lost us all the money. <laughs> right, Tuck, you're going to take a minus one ongoing. No, why? For lying? For failing. No, because, yeah, you... Remember, you failed. You got so drunk. Oh, you yeah, have a hangover. Hungover. You have, like, a Herculean hangover. Uh, and Billy. Billy's doing something totally normal. What's Billy doing? Billy is still in Jake's office, scrummaging around. <laughs> he woke up hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What are you scrummaging? There's a lot of stuff down here. I don't know, like his cupboards opening up the cupboards okay yeah let's do discern realities you could find some pretty neat stuff in here uh nine sick yeah uh so you get one question i want to know what else is hidden here mm -hmm. yeah okay so hmm. you're scrummaging around in this like storehouse basically that jake hangs out in hmm. Found some like uh, yogurt covered raisins earlier, so I'm I'm carrying, yeah. dragging that bag with me and shoveling mouthfuls in. I'm like, wonder what's in this bag? Dragging wonder, the bag? Yeah, wonder what's over here. Also, a trail of raisins being left, so it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trail of raisins because Billy's sucking the yogurt off and spitting out the <laughs> raisins. The raisins. Yeah. And there's one of those little uh, pest street lizards following the trail, eating the raisins behind yeah. you. It's fine. It's a coconut yogurt. <laughs> Dairy-free. Oh, it's how, the dairy okay. thing. Oh, smart. Good call. Smart. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So you're just opening bags that you find. And it's like, there's a lot of food here. There's like dried beans, cured meats, the usual thing. I help myself to some cured meats. <laughs> Great. Also. Yeah, you've got a lot of cured meats that totally go with your coconut yogurt 
covered raisins. Yes. It's creating quite a milieu of flavor inside your mouth. I like that for opening a bag for Billy is sticking a knife and cutting it down the yeah. middle and letting it pour it. The bags the are too tall. Yeah, I make little ew, cuts beans. in it. Yeah, you. Those need to be cooked first. Yuck. <laughs> That's why the bag is dragging and spilling beans everywhere. Yeah. Or he yogurt. cuts one open. There's just gold coins in it. And he's like, these can't even be eaten. Yeah. Gross. Right. Disgusting. Totally bored by money so yeah. bye uh but again your like thiefy sense goes off and you're like oh there's a secret panel here 100 percent. and you walk up and you like uh press into just a section that looks like smooth stone and you hear click and then it springs back out and opens up into this like high school locker sized like space mm-hmm and there's I'll, a picture of the garden snake in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ew. <laughs> Got stickers from bananas. <laughs> yeah. I like those. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's something that Billy would be really excited to find? So this is basically like his personal items. In a yeah. Locker. This is like where he doesn't want anybody to find his stuff. What Billy would love to find. Um, because there's, you know, like coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a coin of a metal that you don't usually see. It's like a whiter, lighter metal. Mm. Oh. Aluminum? If I had to tell you, it's basically the equivalent of like platinum. Like it's more oh. valuable mm. than a gold coin. Okay. Yeah. I, I look over that. I'm like, I taste it. I'm like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> Put back. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And he's he tastes sucking like on it. A sommelier. Mm-hmm. Or like that, like that ice cream tasting yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Not for me. <laughs> um, I was thinking about like maybe a little like stuffed animal, but oh. it feels like there's been stuff put in. Uh-huh. But I, I mostly like it because it's soft. What kind of animal is it? A little camel or a centaur or a moth <laughs> or a bear? It's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little stuffed bear. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel like, yeah, there is a little thing that kind of opens and there was, there's space to put stuff inside of it. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff in it, but I hear Jake coming. I'm like, oh shit. And you just close it? Yeah. I stuff, I stuff the teddy bear under my shirt and I, and I'm like, oh no. And I see all the raisins and the meats and stuff and the beans. And you, yeah, you hear the footsteps coming down the stairs and you hear Jake's voice go, what the fuck happened in here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you do this? Yeah. Get the fuck uh, no. upstairs. I'm sorry, Jake. I can clean it up. It, no, don't touch anything <laughs> Why? else. I'm helping. I'm helping. Look at this. Look at this lizard got in here. And he, <laughs> he shoes a lizard away. He was, he was so polite. I, look, hey, kid, I'm happy to do business with you. You and your crew seem to get some shit done. Get the fuck upstairs right now. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, he just he sends you upstairs. And he snatches the bag out of your hands before you go upstairs. Hey, can I I'm hungry. Okay. And he reaches in and grabs a handful. Okay. And dribbles the handful into your hands. Thanks. We need these. For what? For food. For Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween coming up. I'm sorry, Jake. It's I didn't mean to. I it's fine. Okay? It's fine. But still Get the fuck out of here. Can you, can you help me up the stairs? I can't climb yes, under I can help you up the stairs. That's <laughs> really lame into thinking. I would have gone upstairs, but I couldn't do it. So And I got hungry, so I had to eat. And he, 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 he picks you up under the arms and sits you like, so you're sitting on his forearm like a 20-year-old carrying his baby cousin. Yeah. He's just like, oh my God, yes, come upstairs. <laughs> and he puts you at the top of the stairs and goes, stay out of here okay bye he bye. Slams, slams the door in my face <laughs> you see tuck and ving you see tuck is trying to get ving off a coat rack out of a bag and ving is laughing so hard <laughs> and tuck stinks like pickles whoa you guys look rough <laughs> yeah <laughs> really what's under your shirt nothing <gasps> i'll show you when you get out of the bag i, I just ripped the bag open <laughs> yeah and ving sprightly uh well not quite as sprightly because he's got a bit of a hangover touches the ground stumbles a bit Oof. and you're free yeah you're just standing in the stray dog the morning is a little bit quieter of course there are this place always kind of has a summer camp lunchroom kind of feel mm-hmm. like a military cafeteria because it is a work space basically for these people like anyone can walk in and grab whatever they need and then leave exactly yeah, and, and the jackals come here all the time yeah it's mm-hmm. like come get your orders and then go yeah. So that's what's kind of going on. It's a little quiet, 
But in the corner, you see a familiar figure. <gasps> Is it Allison? It's Shia. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she, <laughs> because she said figure, you're like, ooh, the most luscious figure to behold. <laughs> Tuck runs up and he puts his hand on her shoulder. He's like, Allison, is that you? <laughs> she like grabs your hand very firmly and takes it off. Says, Tuck, sit down. Oh, Shia, it's just you. Just sit down, please. Fine. Fing brings over some tea, like a hangover cure tea for, for Tuck, Tuck and I. Yeah, great. Uh, so quick question, just off the top. What the fuck are you guys doing? What do you mean? Are you just, are you trying to cause trouble? Are you trying to attract attention to yourselves? We're not trying to do anything. Well, you're fucking stumbling balls first through the city. I feel like it's probably dick first. Just anatomically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, whatever. Either way. Maybe if we were backwards and bent over. Yeah. (laughs) And still might be butt first. We were mooning someone doing that like fruit bowl kind of (laughs) thing. Yeah. <laughs> With the hands on the ground. And then like shimmying backwards towards the as a sight of extra disrespect. Actually it might be easier to tuck your dick from the front and pull your balls out in front of it. She's got her hands up in the air. Like what is going on? And both Tuck and Ving are rummaging around in their pants to try and figure out the anatomy. <laughs> please, please stop. Please. For the love of God. I I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, well, we're here because Jake told us to go put a stop to the daydreamers. The daydreamers, yeah. yeah. In exchange for information about the Magi, like literally everybody in the sticks knows what you're doing. Oh, what? Well, no, we couldn't have. Sorry. How did they know? I didn't tell no, anyone. Because you don't lower your voices even one decibel when you talk. Uh, you're basically telling everybody that you possibly can about what you're doing. And there's some dude with a faux hawk running around <laughs> talking about how cool his friends are. And I realized that that's you guys. And he's just giving up the goat to anybody that'll ask. I knew it. I knew we shouldn't talk to Dan. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> everything bad happens when we talk to Dan. Last time we saw him for three seconds, and then we ended up lost in the sea of graves for months. <laughs> <laughs> he is a terrible omen in he our lives. Is a harbinger of doom. And if you think about it, him getting you guys to bring him to Mudlark basically started off what could be the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Dan is an albatross. Oh, yeah. He might be, yeah, the devil. Yeah. yeah. We talk about Tuck being an agent of chaos. Like Instaglot. Yeah. Um maybe Dan is a demon. Yeah. Oh. Demon of Mischief. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say meats. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I mean, thanks for helping Jake with the daydreamers thing. That was cool. You're working with Jake? I mean, Jake's working for me. Are you guys dating? Are you guys going out? <laughs> no. Do you what? like him even a little bit? I'm like easily three times his age. We can put in a good word for you. Anyways, we'll table that for now. Um, I wh- bet you he wants to table you. Okay. Whoa. I won't leave that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. That's fucked up. It's fine. I get it. You, I saw how much you had to drink last night. I understand that your uh, inhibitions are maybe a little looser than they usually are, which is saying something. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, what are you doing here? We're here to look for uh, the Magi to... Uh, Billy is having a hard time remembering. Yeah, do you know anything about the the dark church? No. Is there any weird cloaked figures around, light and braziers? People, are, we heard they're around the lighthouse. I, yeah, some of the, some of the kids that I, uh, I employ have um, said that there have been people that looked a hell of a lot like the Magi are supposed to look around the lighthouse. So yeah, they're definitely uh, doing something around the lighthouse. They might be inside, but if they are inside, I haven't figured out how they're getting in. Why are you trying to find them again? Uh, They might have information on how to get Perel his magic back. Oh, okay. All right. So this is like a personal trip. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We weren't doing anything for the librarians, right? No. I mean, they'd be interested. Oh, uh, yeah. But no. Again, you're talking at full volume about working for the secretive <laughs> library. Sorry. So, And then Tuck leans forward really close to Shia, <laughs> and he's like, I'm pretty sure we didn't have any errands to run for the librarians. <laughs> you smell like fermented pickles. I know. I woke up in a pickled vat again. I know. What? I was the one that convinced you to get in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
what? <laughs> she high fives Billy. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was you got in so easily. <laughs> you had no questions. You just hopped in. Tuck in his history has destroyed six different float tanks. <laughs> Yeah, that makes at, sense. like float houses that he's gone to because he oh. falls asleep, uh-huh. wakes up, thinks Freaks it's the out. pickle dream. Freaks <laughs> out. <laughs> the pickle dream. Uh, yeah. So, what have you been working on? What's your biggest concern right now? What's happening? I've been trying to, you know, help maintain control of the uh, of the upper ward. You know, last time we talked, you know, at my place, um, you did kind of maybe start getting through to me about like how much the disadvantaged of McCall are uh, under the heel of the city's elite. I thought maybe I could help. So that's what I'm doing. Hell yeah. Tuck high fives. Ving and Billy all at the same time. We did it. We did yeah. it. Yeah. We changed somebody. Mission accomplished. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You, you changed. <laughs> Okay. We're still high five. Yeah. Are you waiting for all of them to connect at the same time before yeah. you stop? Okay, Abdul, you do it. <laughs> Jessica, hold your hand tighter. Yeah. yeah. And Shia goes, that was worth the wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of it. You know, I've been using the jackals to keep control of this part of the city, and we're going to move into cliffside or stepside. We're going to move into stepside sooner or later. So that'll be nice. When was the last time you saw third? Oh, fuck. Yeah, what's going on with that guy? Yeah. No one can give us a fucking straight answer. Everyone's like, he's in the shadows, and he's like, he's operating independently, maybe. He's in a cloak, and well, he's coming all the, all the time. <laughs> he's coming all over the goings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I can't figure out this joke. <laughs> Uh, is, it's a paid expression on his face is holding his temples. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I can't be 100% sure what his motivations are. It was like, you know, last time I saw him, he was trying to kill me. So why? Whoa. Uh, well, you know, I'm kind of and she lowers like I'm kind of a crime boss. You're now. a crime boss. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're the good guy. I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's I am. We are working towards stabilizing the city, but we are doing it through less than legal means. I mean, if you think about it, that's really the origin of organized crime is people providing for communities that traditionally won't be provided for, really. Maybe I make a little money off that, but that's nobody's business but mine. You're not extorting anybody, are you? No. Well, uh... Threatening? <laughs> I, I mean, extortion is such a such a complicated oh my god premise. it's more like security contracting you know like i can't do this stuff for free all the time so yeah anyways uh i was trying to get some information on uh, another bunch of what was their name dust devils yeah those do you remember you hearing that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so i was trying to get some info on them i went to their hideout in the middle of the night sneaking through and unfortunately, that was the night that Third decided to show up and shut them down permanently. What happened? He took them out, 100%. Like, gone. We heard that, like, the whole house fell off the edge of the cliff. Uh, Yeah, basically, he kind of pushed it off. With them inside of it? He Well, there was a fight, and it ended with him pushing the building off the cliff. That's fucked up. Yeah, he's off the chain, like... Whatever was keeping him in place when the torch was in control, that's gone. So many lives could have been lost. Yeah. And he caught sight of me. We mixed it up for a little bit. And uh, I thankfully got away. But I don't want to see him again. You got away from third? It was hard. But I did. And he might have seen me turn into a snake. Ooh. So, you know, that's not great. He saw you as a snake before in the hearth. Yeah, so he's probably connecting some dots, but it <clears throat> seems like he might not be with the light guard anymore. Have you talked to Eighth at all? Oh, um... Because Eighth lives in the upper ward, right? Yeah, she kind of wants to stay out of things. I I know, I know. <laughs> like, you guys are giving her this look like, what do you mean? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I went and I have tried to talk to her, but um, she won't even see me. Like, it's like every time I go to where she supposedly is, she's gone. So, she's not interested. Have you has Ninth come back to the city? Because we crossed paths with him in the don't know in the desert. No idea. Okay. Well, let's table that for now. Yeah. So next step is what lighthouse? Yeah, I guess the lighthouse. Try and figure out what's going on there. Cool. 
you got free reign in the sticks, but I won't be coming with you. I hope you understand. Do you know where Perel is? Oh, um, he went out. He went out? Yeah, he said he had to pick something up. What? Let's let's go look for Perel. Yeah, we gotta find this fucking guy. He's uh, doing something bad. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> sniff around, see if I can find him. Yeah, totally. Last time we were separated from him, he almost released a moon goddess. <laughs> yeah. And time before that, he bought too many hats. <laughs> can I roll connections to get a little... Or sh- do you, should we just wander? Oh, no, I like that. Yeah, connections yeah. is good. It's plus charisma, I think. Plus charisma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nine plus two is 11. Hell yeah, holy shit. Yeah. On a 10 plus, someone has it just for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to ask one of the jackals. Yeah, you can, Yeah, there's just a bunch like hanging out outside. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like smoking. Yeah. Hey, I tug on his like pant leg. Yeah. Um, have you seen Perel, like the, the dude with the like flower shirt and it was ripped into a vest? <laughs> right. And yeah. some like swimming shorts? Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, he was he stayed here and then this morning he got up and he said he was going for a walk. Do you, did he say where? Like did where which way did he go? Oh, he went uh that way and he points like to your right down the street. Okay. Yeah. Is it like towards the lighthouse? Uh, yeah, it is towards the lighthouse, but it's like parallel to the lighthouse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, do you, should we go this way? Yeah, let's go find Perel before mm-hmm. we do this fucking thing, <laughs> right. which we're doing for him. I don't know why the fuck he would wander away. I know. Maybe he found something out. Oh, uh, he said. Sorry, before you go, he said he was scouting. He's scouting. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't no. sound like him. That's not good. We should walk fast. Did he? And I, I grabbed the guy like uh-huh. <laughs> by the arm and I pull him close to me. I was like, did he have a fucking big hat and a dumb mustache on? And was he talking with a cadence that sounded like it was from a copper book novel? Yes. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a hat though and he was really pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check the hat shop. Yeah. Where's the nearest hat cobbler? Uh you you remember the hat store that he was like perusing when you oh, ran into Dan? Right. It is that way. Yeah. So you go to that hat store. We're, I, we're sprinting too, because if he tries to pull some fucking Dirk Adventureman shit, he's gonna fucking kill himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh you run and this hat store's open and there's like a person inside. The hat store is called um brimming with excitement <laughs> wow and there's a very there's a very sunny 50 year old man inside do you have change rooms here uh we do we have some change rooms if you want to step in and see how a chapeau looks on you Pharrell! we're we're just looking for our friend is he here is there someone in the change rooms or something Pharrell! <laughs> there's no one in the change rooms who is your friend he's bald he has a mustache a flower vest shirt and some swimming shorts. Was he here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He Huge hard on for hats. Yep. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> he was. He was here. Um, I'd say about 30, 40 minutes ago. Fuck. Which way did he go? Uh, he well, he bought a hat. What kind? Oh no! It was a. It was a um, a brown, brown leather, leather mid-sized mid-sized brim. <laughs> yes, oh. that's a Dirk Adventure hat. <laughs> Shit. Did he get a feather to go with it? He did. Go, he got two, actually. Oh. <laughs> two? Tuck's just like, we're so fucked. He's got so much confidence and literally zero skill to back it up. Uh, and after he bought the hat, he was he was in a very good mood. And he said that he'd worked up quite the appetite. He called it a hat patite. Oh, God, he would. And he said that he was going to go get uh, go get perhaps a coffee and a pastry. Oh, I no, I know where he went. There's a... F- there's a fancy breakfast place that has really fancy coffee and uh, French pastries, or I mean, Panusian pastries. They have Panusian pastries, <laughs> and all the divorced moms and and young people go there. He's there for sure. It's got the vibe of like a gas town coffee shop, where yeah. it's like in a really bad part of town, but it's super fancy. It sounds like it's a brunch place. Yeah, yeah <laughs> across from yeah. the sticks. Yeah. All right, let's go there. So, Billy, you lead the way. Hey, you, Haberdasher man, I'm taking this hat that's like his hat, and then I put it on. That's theft. I'll get you on the flip side, my dude. And then he he high fives himself, I guess. <laughs> 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 the man just sighs as you run out of the store.
Uh, and you run out the street and run to the brunch place. What's the brunch place called? <laughs> run is like excessive. Okay. Billy is run enough. <laughs> <laughs> you hustle? No, we meander. <laughs> okay. Uh, I take the shady side of the street. Uh-huh. And yeah, we walk a couple blocks. I'm like, oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. You can see the lineup. It's pretty long. He might still be in it. <laughs> we look around. What's the brunch place called? Oof. Oof, yeah. Oh, it's oof. Two O's and an F. There's a huge line. It's Oof. like basically just on the edge of uh, the Jackal's territory. So mm-hmm. like people come from the more middle class areas of uh, Cliffside to come here. And um, Perel's not in the line, but the line's really long. It'd be surprising if he got in in less than half an hour. Can we look in the front windows? Yep. There's people happily paying way too much for poached eggs. Is Perel in there? He's not. Dang it. If hmm. you want to roll something, we could perhaps get some detail. Discern realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two d six plus wisdom. Uh, I um I go look at the the wait line. You know, we have to put your name down and look for Perel. Mm-hmm. Ten. Oh nine. Nine. Does anyone want to aid? Perhaps. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've started asking people in the lineup. Have you seen Perel? <laughs> have, have you seen, seen my s- uncle? Have you seen <laughs> my uncle? He's bald. <laughs> I describe him to the lineup. Nice. Oh yeah. Sweet. Uh, got uh, ten. Hell yeah. Okay, so that's a 10 and a 10. So you get three questions off the Discern Realities list. Uh, what happened here recently? Uh, what happened here recently? So Billy is asking in the line, have you seen my uncle? He's bald. Uh, he's really lame. <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit. Wearing this hat. Points to Tug's head. <laughs> oh, honey, that sounds like my third husband. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and a gaggle of divorcees all laugh at the same time. And I would think, like, is Pearl married? <laughs> like, <laughs> Billy doesn't understand. And Tuck walks up to those divorcees. <laughs> oh, hi. Did somebody say third husband? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking for a fourth. <laughs> I care for a fourth. Tuck's like, he tips his hat up and he's like, ladies, uh, I am in a bulk phase. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> what can we do? We, so, okay, yes, we did see him. We saw him. He was behind us in line, actually. Oh, and I guess he left. Yeah, he, he it seemed like he saw somebody and he took off. Which way did he go? Uh, he went, uh, he just went like down the street, like this way. I think I saw him turn down an alley. Maybe there were some people following him, actually, now that I think about it. What kind of people? You know, just a real generic kind of vibe. All right. <laughs> like this place. Yeah. Well, excuse you. <laughs> this is the finest place place to get a meal between breakfast and lunch and all of cliffside hey can i tell you a quick secret you know just to th- thank you for giving us a hand uh-huh. they have a great dumpster out back and you can get all the poached eggs you want and full donuts and croissants like you can have it all you don't even have to pay it's free anyway it's great have a great day lady and you see them go like oh why would we go to a dumpster and then a couple of them look towards the alley <laughs> <laughs> their eyes nice. dart in the direction of the alley because <laughs> they're tired of waiting in line yeah totally Good. the dumpster uh, wives of McCall <laughs> the real dump wives of McCall yeah uh, so yeah that's what you find out is Perel was apparently see- saw-, saw somebody and was being pursued we have two more questions should we ask him or just go down the alley mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that you can like still use those questions this oh, is great. like a broad situation that you're investigating yeah yeah, so you head further down the street. And we're rushing again. Billy's like lazing, but <laughs> Tuck has picked him up. He's like, we have to run. I know. Fine. <laughs> Perel's going to get his fucking ass kicked if we don't find him. And Billy, as he's running, uh, your stomach is being jostled against his arm. So it's just that like... Blah, 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 blah. So many like raisins in there. Oh, and the teddy bear. <laughs> oh, my teddy bear. <laughs> we just think that's what you call your tummy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, teddy bear's fine (laughs) and you come to an alley that the lady said that it looked like perel ran down and there's nobody here okay what happened here recently you see uh, a garbage can has been knocked over in the alleyway and billy your uh, dumpster kid sense tells you that this happened recently oh yeah yeah because some of the best bits are still there and they're still wet (laughs) put put me down put me down (laughs) he just kicks out of my arms (laughs) look at this look at this chicken curry Oh, it's still warm. But it's on the dirt. Like no bowl, just loose curry. (laughs) I taste it way too much. Oh, man. (laughs) Skim off the top, pal. That's fresh. (laughs) More than a taste. (laughs) And uh, as you're on the ground looking at the dumpster, you notice like a bunch of scuffles too. Like there's footprints and it looks like there were several people here. 
and there was a tussle of some kind. <gasps> and there's footprints. Can we track them? Uh, yeah, you totally can. <gasps> so you track them down the alleyway. Okay. Um, you're just following the very obvious footprints. You know, like another pink thread on the ground, another kicked over trash can, more curry, taste, taste, taste. Half of a mustache. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you do find like half a fake mustache on the ground. Oh my God, he's going to be so scared right now. <laughs> and um, it takes you through like a couple back alleys uh, onto a main street that is now like basically the thoroughfare directly to the lighthouse mm-hmm. and the shanty town that surrounds it. Oh, it's the Tallow Road. Mm-hmm. I think you can follow it right to the shantytown, basically. Like, you know that that's where it's going. You're like, well, the lighthouse, obviously, that would be the place to look. And um, you get close to the lighthouse. It's immensity shocking you. The the way the sun is rising, it the shadow hasn't been cast over cliffside. And um, there are people just milling about. Once you get to the shantytown, it's like a lot more people. It's way denser. It's like the wooden boardwalks yeah. that are attached to the lighthouse here yeah places on Mm. stilts and scaffolds you know there's like laundry drying everywhere there are kids playing people cleaning fish and stuff like that selling dates yeah exactly it's like a crisscross multi-level thing Mm -hmm. that like covers the whole base of the lighthouse yeah because it's fucking huge right yeah it's enormous billy your your sharp senses you see one of the people in the like that's right at the front of the houses on like a shack that's like maybe two or three levels above street level sees you and darts back into their shack. Whoa, guys, there's someone up there. Lead the way, Billy. Okay. And uh, when you get up into the the boardwalks, uh, like 15 year old says like, what are you doing? Oh, we're just visiting my uncle. Uh, You don't look like you're from around here. What's that supposed to mean? Do you think that we don't know the people that live here? Yeah, dude, we I like we don't live here now. I grew up in this neighborhood. Our uncle lives here. Parlay. Yeah. Yeah, Tuck. Yeah. I'm trying to find Uncle Fatty, okay? It's eight. Uncle Fatty, huh? Yeah, okay, all right. Just make it quick, all right? We don't like people coming in here and making trouble. Okay, yeah. I promise we won't cause trouble. Thank okay. you. And he uh does the coin rubbing together. And thing with his fingers. And then we all start doing it. And thank no, thank you so much. So yeah, much. thank you. Thank you. Are you dense? All right, thank just give him some money. Oh, money shit, sorry. Yeah, here. I give him one. Yeah, he takes it. And he just goes back to like scaling this uh dead lizard that he has. And yeah, you can head up these like really ramshackle stairs. And um you're just walking up there's like little openings off the sides it's really cramped in here yeah it's actually oh, yeah. probably really hard for tuck to even get in yeah the last time i was actually in the sticks i think i was maybe a lot smaller than i <laughs> yeah. am now <laughs> yeah you and ving are both crouching mm-hmm. but tuck you're basically sideways trying to get up the staircase yeah because tuck left when he was a teenager yeah so you you didn't hadn't like filled out mm-hmm. this much totally <laughs> and mm-hmm. you get to the top level that you saw billy and uh, the door that you get to is locked. Tricks of the trade, please. All right. 2d6 plus dexterity. Oof. Whoa. 12. Jesus oh Christ. Shit. Boom. It's been a while since you've opened a locked door, but it feels so good. Yeah, it does. Um, I just, I rummaged in my hair and I found like a, oh, do I still have the brass pin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I scrummage around it. Brass pin. Here mm-hmm. we go. And I give it a lick. And <laughs> Don't lick that. Why? Because <laughs> your hair is incredibly messy. This and I poke it's, it a part of his head. I'm like, this is barbecue sauce. Leave it alone. It's really important. My process. So yeah, I do a couple clickety clicks. Yeah. There's like a lot of locks on this door. There's like three or four locks. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this lock that for like the last one you do is of extremely high quality. Like there's a lot of mechanisms inside that uh, surprise you. And um. You open it into like a very small area, maybe five by five, with a staircase in the middle that goes down. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Is it dark? Uh, you know, lights coming in through the boards because okay. it's not like tight fits, but it is not lit. That's for sure. Ooh, can I do a willow the wisp for light? Oh Ooh, yeah. yeah, you don't even have to roll. Just bang. Oh really? Light. Okay. Um, so you start going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It gets darker as the quality of the wood around you gets like better and the boards fit together tighter. 
Tuck, you're having a really fucking hard time getting down these stairs. Yeah, I'm shimmying sideways. <laughs> yeah, you're basically trying to smush yourself down a corkscrew. Yeah. And the further down you go, the more it feels like you're in like a tube, basically, that's mm-hmm. been attached to pre-existing construction. And Billy, you especially spatially realize you're below uh, the lowest building on the cliff. Whoa. What? Like it's a staircase hanging in the open air underneath the houses. Uh-huh. And you come to like a wooden catwalk hanging underneath the uh, cliffside village that goes into uh, an entrance hewn out of the side of the cliff. And you're standing on this catwalk that extends over the precipitous drop of the cliff. Whoa. And Mm. clinging to the rock next to the doorway, growing in a shaft of light that just barely ekes out through the boards above is a single orange flower. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Tai. Bye, everyone. Thanks to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music, as always. And thank you to our incredible Patreon supporters, supporting us from around the world. Uh, If you want to support the show, feel free to go to patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money, please. We can be found on the world wide web at Speltlore most places. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be Let